In our culture, everything is based on success. But what is success? Who defined it? Who decided that success was the goal instead of fulfillment? What happens if we shake up that definition? What if we make our own definition of success? My name is Tony Grebmeyer, and on this podcast, I'm going to dig deep into the real stories behind success. Join me as I interview other entrepreneurs who've climbed up Success Mountain and have come back down to share their stories so you can succeed. If you're ready to join a community of other entrepreneurs redefining success and finding fulfillment, go to BeFulfilledLife.com and join the community. Now, let's dive into today's show. Welcome to Be Fulfilled. It is the real stories behind success. I'm your host, Tony Grebmeyer. Today, we've got a really special guest for you. Lock and loaded. He is ready to go. Uh, he's the host of Shatter the Mold, a podcast and the author of the number one best-selling book, The Last Law of Attraction book you will ever need to read. Let me repeat that. The Last Law of Attraction book you'll ever need to read. He has nearly uh, 20 years of experience running businesses, copywriting for others, and serving as a sales and marketing consultant. It's going to be a great discussion. I hope you're ready to go. I always recommend you grab something to write with and make sure that you're open to what's being discussed because maybe, just maybe, it could help you today get to where you want to go. Please welcome to the show, Andrew Kaplan. Tony, what's going on? It's so awesome to be here talking with you. Hey, man. Well, awesome. Tell me something good right now in your life. Something good? Well, you always got to default to the book because that's been my primary focus. So, Hitting 800 ratings on Amazon as of today, so I guess we'll we'll date to when this is published. But uh, today was a big day that it crossed that milestone, so I'm a happy camper. I love it. What by any chance did you happen to read what it said? Um, that one, <laughs> I was so excited. I didn't read that. Well, here's the funny thing: some of them are reviews and some of them are ratings. So the actual review was 7.98, and um, oh, I did read it this morning, but I didn't record my brain specifically what it said. No, I, I love it. I mean, I'm sure it's it's exactly what the title of the book says, you know, like you're probably helping to fill in the gaps for a lot of people today. Um, I'm excited you're here. Same question out of the gate, your definition of success, and then we'll get started up Success Mountain today. For sure. Well, you know, especially with how crazy this year has been for people, you know, success really means living with a level of of happiness, satisfaction, and freedom and fulfillment that really matches your goals and, and your personal uh, achievement and where you want to go in your life. When uh, when you think about your childhood and when you kind of think about what you wanted to become when you grew up, let's just pretend we, we actually have grown up. Hmm. What were those things that came to your mind as a kid that you wanted to be when you got older? Well, you know, when, when I was a kid, I mean, depending on how young I was, like when I was a, a really young kid, I actually, I was given my decision for me. I never even understood why I wanted to do this, but people were telling me I wanted to be a dentist. And, you know, when I hit 12 years old, I actually made a decision that I wanted to be a comic book artist slash millionaire through the comic books. So it's so funny because I had one thing that was given to me and one thing where it was more intentional. And um, that one's actually a really interesting one because I followed a thread even to this day where, you know, I've, I followed a guy by the name of Todd McFarlane amazing artist, but also even more amazing entrepreneur who, you know, if you follow him long enough, he's always got so much creativity and so much enthusiasm for his, his fan base. It's just, he's an amazing guy to to follow. And to this day, he still inspires me. No, I love that. Yeah. That guy's been interesting. Even when I was in high school, some, you know, 20 ish years ago, a little longer than that, 
Um, he was buying stuff, random things, baseballs, whatever it may be. He was always out getting something. You know, that's the guy who created Spawn, correct? Yes. Yep. Yeah. And he is the baseball guy. He's the guy actually who used the 70 home run baseball from McGuire and the 73 from Bonds to promote Spawn. People thought that he was just some crazy collector um, who liked to talk about baseballs, and he was. But simultaneously, he used that basically as an end to get, you know, worldwide media coverage on the Spawn property. And at the same time, he basically leveraged the ball into um, the boardroom for Major League Baseball. And since he had a toy company that he was starting up at that point, he basically got them to sign a deal to do Major League Baseball figures, which then he leveraged to NBA, to NFL, to NHL. So he always has a step in mind while he's doing something that is capturing somebody's attention. It's pretty amazing. I love it. Tell me a little bit about your personal life. Married, kids, what do you got? Single and ready to mingle as they come, although there's not much mingling going on in 2020. But <laughs> yeah, these days, man, it's it's just me. And believe it or not, given how crazy 2020 has been, I've actually been OK. They're saying, listen, today, this year's the year that I'm just going to hunker down, get a lot of work done and create a strong foundation for the book and for the podcast. So I can see where 2021 goes, where obviously I'll probably have a lot more of a social life at that point. How is the podcast going? Podcast is great. I mean, it's so funny. We were just talking about Todd McFarlane. I got to interview Todd uh, a couple months ago, and I never thought that was even a possibility. But, you know, I had you on the show. I, I basically, it's this vehicle by which I have all these interesting, awesome guests, and they bring so much of themselves and so much like a unique view on life and business to the table. It's basically like this really interesting menu of of philosophies and insights and tactics and techniques and you know hopefully entertainment also so um it's growing i believe it or not i don't keep track of the download numbers but um probably should but it's it's getting it seems to be getting a lot more attention every single day and i have more and more awesome guests lined up so i'm a really happy camper with it i love it what do you think like life in 2020 right mm. what's like some things you've noticed that you've really done that has really helped you I think move forward, right? Because a lot of people being single, no kids, you're talking about like you could be really complacent. You'd be like, you know, I don't really got anything to work on. You know, I'm bored. But instead, you kind of hunker down and you really focused on your projects, right? The last yeah. law of attraction book you'll ever read, um, you're able to need to read. And then also shatter the mold. And you made those things priorities and they, they've kind of then helped you in so many areas. What are some things that you really did to get that mindset right? Well, you know, it has nothing to do with 2020. I guess like I've, I think everyone has kind of like, you know, been through their beats in life and they've they've been kicked in the teeth when they've either gotten complacent or they've gotten overconfident or whatever it might be. For me, all the struggles for 20 years as an entrepreneur really teed this up for me so that when 2020 hit, I'm just at this point where fortunately I'm comfortable enough in my own skin, but I also... I, I know my tricks for procrastinating. Mm -hmm. I know my tricks for getting around things. So I basically catch myself in the act. So all the stuff in the two decades leading up to 2020 is where I inadvertently or unknowingly learned how to manage myself so that I can be this focusedly intense in 2020. No, I love that. I think that's um, super helpful for a lot of people because, you know, a lot a lot of what we do as human beings, right? We, we emulate what we see, right? And if we're not getting the result we want, we, we try to change something quickly. But the ones that I've always found like interesting most is the people who have the mindset like you're talking about, right? Like just being consistent, but being also like knowing what you want and being hungry enough to get up every single day and spoon feed yourself 
like I can do this, I can do this, I can do this, right? And then have that mindset. Yeah. And it's by the way, it's it's a really tight rope that you can walk because you know you've you've got to be simultaneously patient with yourself, but also hard enough on yourself to keep going. Cause like mm. we all slip. I mean, I'll have a day where I'm just like, I'm not doing anything today, except for answering email because I, I hate for customers to just be stuck waiting. But other than like a ping coming in telling me to act, I've had days where I've sat around doing nothing. And I'll get mad at myself. And then the following day or following 20 days, I'll just remind myself, okay, that was a bump in the road. That's okay. Time to get back on track and, and not hate on myself for it. Well, I appreciate you. I'm trying to, as you're talking, I, I got a text um, and it reminded me, you said dentist. And um, I needed to tell my dentist's office that I wasn't coming in tomorrow. Um, so it, it took me from the time you said that till now. Sorry. My, my, Courtney's looking at me like, huh, I do not like the freaking dentist. I, I like the dentist people, but I don't like the dentist office. Um, <laughs> Everyone likes the dentist, the person, but they hate the activity that the person puts them through. Right. Yeah. When, when you think, um, you know, kind of all these things that you wanted to be, and now you're out busy being a podcast host and you're smiling and you're interviewing, you know, Todd and all these people in your life, kind of joy do you have when you go to bed at night just kind of joy on your face knowing you're living your dream dude i actually the joy's in the morning at night i'm so wired i'm just hoping i can get to sleep it's in the morning when i wake up and i know that what's in front of me like i get to do this type of thing and it's it's kind of funny because i've never had someone ask me that before and i kind of i'm hesitant to brag but i you know i do want to acknowledge that i do have a lot to be grateful for in the sense that it's taken literally decades to to work myself in this place where I'm on this solid routine and I have the exact kind of customer that I would have hoped for. Cause sometimes people can actually be very successful with a customer that they don't want with a customer that's a mismatch for them. So for me, like a huge part of the gratitude is, you know, readers that I understand and readers who understand me and same with like the podcast listeners. For me, it's exciting because I think we all have our own ways of experiencing anxiety and stress and apprehension and when you spend the majority of your day in an activity or interacting with people that are more on board with you, a lot of that stuff just vanishes on its own without you having to do anything on your, like manually, it just, it happens for you. I love that. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick break on the Be Fulfilled podcast. When we come back, we're going to learn some of the secrets that really helped Andrew to push his book out and to generate over 800 reviews now, that's ratings and reviews on Amazon. Um, number one best-selling book, the last law of attraction book you'll ever need to read. So stick around for that, plus more about his podcast. I love podcasting. You're listening to a podcast. I bet you like podcasts, so you should be sticking around because maybe, just maybe, you have a podcast and you want to launch it. We're going to tell you some of those insider secrets when we return right here on the Be Fulfilled Podcast Show. Are you ready to break the mold? You know, so many people seem stuck in society, but you're not one of them. If you were, you wouldn't be listening to this. But I know for a fact that right here, right now, inside you, there's greatness. And a great way to help bring that out is the 12-week journey to fulfillment. So head over to BeFulfilledJournal.com and use the coupon code PODCAST and you get a special rate on us. It's our way to say thanks for listening. As well, there's access to a private community of entrepreneurs ready to support you and your business. That's BeFulfilledJournal.com. Com. All right, we're back on the Be Fulfilled Podcast Show talking today to Andrew Kaplan. One thing you got to know about this guy, man, he is like glue. He sticks and he's going to help you right now learn something about yourself that maybe you brush over. 
something maybe, just maybe in your life, wherever it is, whatever you're doing right now, that you just kind of skim over, right? I know deep down inside, I don't want to get out of bed when the alarm goes off at five o'clock, right? My passion wakes me, but my motivation puts me to the snooze bar because I'm not always motivated. And I want to help you today, wherever you're at, whatever you're doing right now, when you listen to this podcast with Andrew and myself, to take something tangible with you right now that you can implement into your life so that even though the alarm goes off and even though your brain says hit snooze, you still find yourself up moving towards that thing that you say you are committed to. So Andrew, first and foremost, how long did it take you to write your book? Um, well, there's, there's two answers. One answer is 14 years in the sense that I was writing it, but I, I was experiencing life and taking really strong mental notes about where I was succeeding and where I was failing. So it's like I basically drew on like 14 years of stopping and starting with law of attraction. But when it came time to actually put pen to paper or type on the keyboard, I knocked it out in nine and a half weeks. Sounds like a movie, nine and a half weeks. Um, <laughs> when you finished and you, you actually like reviewed it, sent it to the printers and they came back and you were holding your book, what was that feeling like for you? It was it was surreal and it was really exciting. And and I'll tell you the cool thing, again, we we all have to know our own tricks to keep ourselves going. One of my tricks in order to keep the enthusiasm for the book is I I designed the cover very early. So whenever there was a day where I didn't feel like writing, I'd queue up the cover, which I'm just in love with, and that would excite me and push forward. So holding that and seeing the actual cover, which up in style point was just on a computer screen and I couldn't really move around in three dimensions. It, it was surreal and it was just like this really awesome emotional payoff. And I think, you know, everyone can experience it in a different way, whether they're buying their first car or they're writing their first book or obviously on a more extreme level, you know, having a child or, or who knows what. But it's one of those things where I don't think I could ever articulate it, but I'm sure people have been there in their own way, in their own life. No, I love it. What would you give as a piece of advice to somebody today struggling? Um, you know, you talk about the last law of attraction book you'll ever need to read, but like motivated, being just motivated, like helping somebody today. I love Jim Rohn, you know, Zig Ziglar. Those are the guys, you know, Les Brown. I go to Wayne Dyer. I go to Tony Robbins. Um, it doesn't matter if I'm listening to Gary Vee this morning on my walk or, you know, all these people have a big game where they talk about, you know, got to do it, got to do it, got to do it. But man, there's some days I just don't. Mm. How do you stay focused when you feel like crap on those days? So believe it or not, this is one of the biggest points I make in my book. Um, and I'm sure like what you just described, you perfectly articulated what a lot of people go through. And what I teach in the book, because obviously it's addressing not only the law of attraction and techniques, but why people don't actually do law of attraction. So everyone knows these terms, even though I'm going to frame them in a different way. We've got three minds. We've got the conscious, subconscious, and the ego. The ego is kind of sitting there in the middle. It's more powerful than the conscious, but less powerful than the subconscious. And again, my, my definition of the ego, whatever word it might be, the ego has one job, and that's to keep you alive. Meaning right now, where you are in your life, the ego only knows one thing, and that's that you're living right now. Meaning it doesn't care about your satisfaction. It doesn't care about your fulfillment. It doesn't care about your comfort. It doesn't care about your money. So it's like wherever you are in your life, money's bad, your relationship's bad, your health's bad. All it knows is that you're alive right now and it does not want to risk the status quo because maybe someone out there wants to get famous, but their ego is thinking, well, if you get famous, how do I know you won't get a stalker threatening your survival? 
If you get that money, how do I know family won't come out of the woodwork and take it away from you? So a real key thing to understand is your because your ego is so much stronger than your conscious mind, and that's where all that fear and uncertainty is going to come in. For me, I would encourage people, again, whether in my book or any other book, to engage in gratitude or visualization mm -hmm. exercises that are going to bypass the ego, go to the subconscious mind, and then it'll be a thing where you're basically on autopilot. You'll find yourself waking up with more enthusiasm. You'll find yourself coming up with better ideas. You'll find yourself basically having a much healthier approach towards life in a day-to-day -day basis, no matter what might be going on, even when those challenges come up. I love that. You know, I asked you in the beginning of the show, kind of like, what's something you're excited about, you know, right today? What's something you're excited about, you know, as we all are going through 2020, right? And it's different for everybody. There's Everybody does it differently. I, I, I like, I'm over like, online meetings. I, I want to get back to like in-person meetings, right? I'll, I'll be 10 feet away from you and use a megaphone if I could, just to be feeling like I've got something in front. What's something you've discovered about yourself during 2020 that has actually opened you to kind of new possibilities? Well, I mean, I'd never thought that I can be this consistent only about work, despite, uh, you know, not having much of a social life, which I don't know if that's a good thing, but it's certainly a good, uh, <laughs> it's something I, I didn't realize was in me before. So I'm just excited by the fact that I have more capacity to get things done than I ever realized, but also just in terms of excitement, even though it isn't about me, I have a recognition observing this year. And I realize some people having it way easier or way harder than others, but this is like a rubber band snap. Like this is going to boomerang. And the other end of this 2021, I think is going to be an amazing thing. So for to, to whatever measure people can, I think they should really look forward and look ahead to what surely will be an amazing comeback in so many different areas. And the more you lean into that, the more you're going to enjoy the journey over there anyway. So you might as well have as much gratitude and enthusiasm as possible while you're getting there. Yeah, I love what my I, my buddy uh, Brandon Straker always talked about. And I, he he probably found it somewhere a setback is just a temporary, you know, it's like a step back, right? Just for a, a setup for a comeback, right? And 20, you know, 20 has been just a setback for so many people, right? And for me, it was, you know, I used to travel a lot. Like normally I'd be on the road 150, 180 days out of the year, maybe 200. You know, I haven't traveled since gotten back on the 10th of March. That's the longest probably period of time I have as an entrepreneur, at least in the last 10 years that I know of, uh, maybe longer. Normally, I'm always somewhere, right? But the, the the thing that I asked you, the thing that I learned most, it made my relationship with my wife stronger. Mm. So, you know, through it all, right, um, it gave me a lot of perspective of like, you know, I was going somewhere because I was always, you know, trying to get the next client or, you know, help somebody solve a problem. And I'm like, well... I got the best opportunity today and that's to, to build a better relationship with my wife. And I was thinking about it today. I'm like, I've been with my wife 24 years. That's, wow. that's half of my life. I've been with my wife and not married, but like, you know, known her. And, and um, so it just, it just brought a lot of like, oh, wow, you know what? We're getting better. Like the old bottle of wine, you know, you're getting better with age. So. Yeah. And I got to tell you, Tony, that's awesome. Like from the outside looking in, that says so many wonderful things because a lot of people were stuck with their spouse and divorce rates skyrocketed. So I think it's a wonderful thing that, you know, when you and your wife were kind of stuck together and, you know, cabin fever, it actually helped you grew as, as a, you know, a combined unit. That's awesome. 
Yeah, I was talking to my neighbor. Uh, he does family law, and he says, "Man, I got to tell you, there was a lot of people sitting on like wanting to get a divorce for a long period of time. This thing came up, and they're like, I 'I'm getting a divorce.'" <laughs> um, he goes, "We've been busier than we've ever been." I'm like, really? I thought like it would be opposite. He's like, no, 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 no. Because I got blinders on and I have to remind myself that I've got blinders on, right? right? When you get in your car and you drive somewhere at night, you have brights on. They're only going in what? One direction. They're not going off to the side. Right. So a lot of us just drive down the life's road just like this. And uh, so I was like, really? He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, I already knew like addiction stuff was going to come out. Like you're going to find more people using drugs and alcohol than ever before because Hey, go to the liquor store, buy liquor, have it delivered and just get drunk and then pass out. And I've heard more cases of that, more cases of abuse, you know, so it's been quite an interesting year. When, when you, uh, when you got up today and you thought, Hey, I got to be on Tony's show. That's going to be awesome. Was there something that you thought about maybe that you wanted to talk about that we haven't yet before we wrap up the show? Um, you know, it's, it's so interesting. I, I was excited to hear about you. Like I, again, it's been a while, it's been a few weeks or a few months. It's all big blur since we had a chance to uh to chat so believe it or not my my big enthusiasm was just to touch base with tony and see what was up with you and it's cool to hear again that you know you and your wife are even closer and that things are going so well and and all the the tweaks you're making with the podcast and as you move forward so that that to me was the big win today no i love it and i love the fact that your book is doing well and i make sure that you know as you, anybody listening today if you you want to grab something Good book for yourself, good stocking stuffers for somebody else in your life. Head on over to Amazon and pick up Andrew's book, The Last Law of Attraction book you'll ever need to read. Grab one of those copies, not just for yourself, but for somebody else. And make sure you leave them a five-star review. Um, it's so funny. I was in the mall yesterday with my wife. And we went by Amazon's four-star store. And I was like, why the heck do you call your store a four-star store? I just Maybe there's somebody can tell me. That's the worst marketing in the world. Right. I agree. <laughs> it's like five star, not four, five. Because if you go to Amazon, you can't leave. You, you could leave a four star, but it starts with five and then works backwards. Mm -hmm. so I just It made me ponder and think. So leave him a five star. Go follow his uh, podcast, uh, Shatter the Mold. Make sure you listen, leave a review. Audience members, love on the people who are coming on the show. They're inspiring you. They're helping you. They're giving you stuff to think about today. And that's it, man. I just wanted to say thanks. Is there anything that I missed that people can find you? Is there a place that people should go and, and learn more about you? Yeah, this is actually the, the big thing since you and I really had a good conversation last. Uh, my YouTube channel in support of the book. It's uh, youtube.com slash Andrew Cap, And obviously, it's free content. You go to YouTube and enjoy it. And I, you don't hear, obviously, in this interview, and you don't even read it in the book, but I throw like a nice level of humor and fun into that just because, you know, it's YouTube videos. Right, on tell YouTube a joke. Then. Come on, tell a joke. <laughs> okay, you want you want a joke? So here we go. So my friend Tony, um, I was at a party with him. We got separated, and at the same time, I noticed I couldn't find my watch, and I spent like a whole hour looking for it. Finally, I go around the corner, and there's some dude who's like standing on the watch, but he's also beating up my friend Tony. So I run over, I take a chair, and I smash it on this bully, and the guy's knocked out because no one beats Tony up, not on my watch. All right, ladies and gentlemen, until the next time, but, um, Kaplan, I'll be here all week, right? Grebmeyer, <laughs> that's some serious comedy. And Coming to America <laughs> 2 with Eddie Murphy is coming to the theaters one of these days, too. So until next time, go make today the absolute best day of your life. Thanks for listening to today's show. But before you go, let me ask you a question. How would you like to be the architect of your journey in this game we call life? 
Take the next step now at www.tonygrubmeyer.com. Enter your details to get the first week of the Be Fulfilled Journal for free. It includes access to our private community of thousands of other entrepreneurs. It'll give you more clarity and freedom in your day. And it might just change your life forever.